Hello, welcome to Time Warp Wife Ministries. I'm your host, Darlene Schacht. And I'm your co-host, Michael Schacht. And this is 5-Minute Marriage. Today's Bible verse comes from Proverbs chapter 14, verse 1. Every wise woman buildeth her house, but the foolish plucketh it down with her hands. Ah, as I'm hearing you read that, I'm also thinking, in fact, I thought you were going to say that the foolish one plucketh it down with her words, because it seems that we can, when in our marriage, we have the potential to build each other up Mm -hmm. or to tear each other down. And Mm -hmm. when I look at marriage, I kind of see that the way that we use our words really has a deep effect on our marriage. Words is part of it. When it says every wise woman buildeth her house, it's talking there about a, when you hear about wisdom in scripture, that is, that, that is spiritual yeah. maturity is wisdom. And so a wise woman, a person, a woman who is spiritually mature, buildeth her house, but one who is not will destroy it with her own hands. And so that just means with word, with deed, in every single way. Um, somebody can tear down uh, their own house, their marriage, their family. And so it's so important that we are praying for that because the Bible says, if you lack wisdom, pray for it and ask the Lord to give it to you who giveth it liberally. Mm -hmm. So wisdom is something I think that I know for me at least, and maybe for a lot of people, we forget about praying for. And it's one of those things in the Bible where they tell us to specifically pray for wisdom. And so wisdom must be one of the most important things that we can have. Of course, love is, but wisdom also is that when we have wisdom, then we we have that, like you say, that spiritual maturity. Mm -hmm. We know how to treat each other. We know what things are important to our spiritual growth. And so that spiritual maturity is is really important to our lives. Well, actually, you mentioned that in the prayer itself. It says, give us the, give us the strength to walk in sacrificial love. So you kind of nailed it mm-hmm. with that because sacrificial love also really encompasses, you know, really encompasses wisdom. Yeah, but isn't that hard to do sometimes, I think, to have that sacrificial well, love? It's, it's easy to say when things are going good, But that's why it's a sacrifice, because it's when you're not in a good mood or when someone is really getting on your nerves that you're called to sacrificial love. And that's when it's when it's really hard to do. You can't control somebody else. And so what you're supposed to do, what you have to do is look after yourself that way and make sure you're the one walking in sacrificial love. You can't do anything if somebody is going to be miserable around you. You can't control that. You have to learn to deal with that. But this is telling us about us. Don't, you know, we're not supposed to look beyond ourselves when it comes to sacrificial love uh, and wisdom. That, that's why God, you know, that's why the Bible says, pray for it. Pray for wisdom because that's, that's for us. And I think a lot of times the challenge um, for a lot of people is that when you're reading, and and I mean that even like for myself as well, when we're reading scripture and we're learning these things, we have to always give ourselves a bit of a check to make sure we're not reading this to try to 
correct somebody else or teach somebody else. This is this is for us. And mm-hmm. we need to apply all of these things in our own lives. And so we can make a huge difference when we actually walk the way that we're supposed to walk and not expect other people to do it for you. Um, yeah, this is this is on us. I think it's really easy to fall into that. The more that you start to read scripture and understand scripture, and I have seen this in so many friends of mine who I see as suddenly they are really reading their Bibles and they're studying their Bibles, and that's when they start to be more of a finger pointer than see, I've ever seen wrong. before. Like all of a sudden yeah. you start to notice, wait a minute, the church isn't doing this, the people in the churches aren't doing that, which is is very well true in many cases. But we need to be pointing those fingers at ourselves as we're reading the Bible. Ask God, what do I need to change? How can I be used? Uh, what can I do for you, Lord? Because that's where it has to start within ourselves. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's absolutely true. But when it comes to things like within the church, if you're an elder in the church, then that is, that's your purview, right? To to look at these things that are happening in the church and act on them as well as part of the, you know, the group of elders that oversee the church. That's different. Yeah, but, and I think church discipline also has fallen by the wayside a lot. Well, There's I, me pointing my finger. <laughs> I, was, I was just going to say, wait a minute. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing this. No, the uh, the thing is is that and that's and that's why I said that is that we need to focus on ourselves when it comes to what we read in scripture and and we see things about ourselves that we don't like. We can't project that onto other people and expect to change them by complaining about them. We need to we need to walk this walk ourselves. And this is really reinforcing that saying sacrificial love and, and even saying the wise woman, the mature, the, the ma- woman who is mature in her faith buildeth her house, yeah. but the foolish destroys it, plucketh it down is destroys it completely. So the Bible tells us three ways to approach or to deal with our enemies. And I, th- I think it's also good to use those three ways to deal with people that get under your skin, or even if you are having, um, maybe you're having a disagreement with your spouse. The first one is to, it says, love your enemies. So if you're angry at someone, first of all, love them. Secondly, do good to those that hurt you. So if someone has hurt you with their words, say your wife has said a snarky remark or something like that, don't retaliate. Don't be like, okay, well, she said this, now I'm going to do that. Okay. Well, we have to be careful, though, to who is an enemy. Certainly not well, your but the, spouse. That's why I said, I, I said, I, I previewed this by saying that. Did you? Yes, I did. You'll have to listen back. Uh, I, my said, brain must I said, have I said, I think we can also was, apply it with those that we disagree with or when someone's being difficult with us. Or when. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes, absolutely. So the first one was a love your, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you. Um, now you, you threw me off. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> do good, do good to them and pray for those who despitefully use you. So if someone is making you angry, whether it's your enemy or it's someone even in your own household, mm-hmm. don't retaliate. Don't don't think, okay, I, I'm mad now, therefore I'm gonna act this way. I'm gonna be I'm gonna give it right back to him. Love him, do good, and pray for him. Amen. Mm-hmm.